Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome everyone. Welcome to the environmental podcast with Dandelion. We are your hosts, Ab and Court. This is our podcast where we talk about all things sustainability. Today, we are joined by Michelle Miller, who is the owner and creative director of Minty Made and the founder of the Green Marketing Academy. Thank you so much for being here, Michelle. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do and uh, why? Sure. Thank you so much for having me on today. Like Court said earlier, it's been a long time coming. So I'm the uh, owner and creative director of Minty Made, and we specialize in visual branding, website design, and marketing, and we're based in Seattle, Washington. We primarily serve small businesses in the e-commerce and wellness space, and on the Green Marketing Academy side, we provide training, education, and certification for marketing teams and professionals of really all sizes on adopting more sustainable, ethical, and inclusive marketing practices. I, the reason, or I would say my central why of incorporating sustainability into my business when I founded it about four years ago now, I spent 10 years in corporate marketing and a short part in sales and working for a nonprofit. And I used to plan a ton of trade shows and we were just talking about trade shows right before Mm -hmm. we recorded this. I used to create all of the marketing materials. I have a background in graphic design and I was just so proud of all the catalogs and the data sheets and all the glossy materials. I worked in the telecommunications industry back in the day. And I remember there was one trade show in Atlanta that we showed up, we set up all the booth graphics, all the catalogs, everything was laid out. And then people started coming in and putting the data sheets and swag and everything in their tote bags. And then at the end of the day, I was patting myself on the back for a job well done. So many people had taken our flyers and started, I don't even know if there were QR codes back then. I don't think there were, but anyways, (laughs) people uh, took their entire tote bag and I watched not one or two, but thousands of people just dump their entire bag into the trash. And I remember just kind of gasping and saying, oh my gosh, they're not even taking this stuff with them. Like, why did we even print all this? And it was that, I can kind of trace it back to that moment where I thought there has to be a better way to do this. I just watched so much waste and I could almost see the vision of a landfill in my mind just filling up and also reminding myself that we were at one trade show on one day in one city and just imagining all the waste that's created. So that was, that was the pivotal moment in my career that I thought, okay, someday when I start my own business, I will dedicate a portion of my business to educating people on more sustainable marketing practices, Um, both more tangible print materials and packaging and the digital side, which I know we're going to talk a little bit about today. Yeah. Wow. What an eye-opening experience. (laughs) That is so sad, but so true and happens every single day, everywhere, mm-hmm. all the time. It is insane, actually. That is something that print material is something that we don't like. I mean, since we're primarily digital marketers, we don't really think about print material very often, but that is a huge, huge creator of waste as well. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah man yeah it is and so what is the 
role that you and uh, Minty made and the Green Marketing Academy play in the sustainable transition? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'll start with the more tangible or print side. So on our studio side, when we work with clients, we do have a fair amount of clients that still do print material, although not as often as I would say five years ago. Uh, we help them develop at first a sustainable branding strategy. And I know that um, both of our businesses talk about this often and making yeah. sure that you have a solid brand strategy so that you're not rebranding or refreshing your marketing materials every couple of years or so, because it's mm -hmm. really geared towards capturing your ideal audience. And then we carry that over into the digital side with making sure that uh, the websites and all marketing material are uh, accessible for other people, both in the sense of yeah, accessibility and uh, kind of meeting those standards and just making sure that there's a clear intention behind printing anything. So really focusing on increasing the impact of that our clients are having on their audience while lessening their footprint on the planet. So I would say the transition that we work with, with our clients on rather is starting that marketing journey and sustainability journey to adopting cost-effective methods to be able to take smaller steps in the right direction because we want to make the process for them less uh, intimidating and more feasible for them while still showing them that these small decisions actually do make a difference. So that's the same on our on the Green Marketing Academy side when we work with small businesses or large corporations to really bring that to fruition for them and highlight the fact that you have to start somewhere. You can't do everything at once. Uh, you don't want to go too far in making these commitments and claims because then that turns into a whole PR nightmare of greenwashing and such. But there are small steps and a lot of resources out there to help that can yep. really kickstart that, that journey for you. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's complex, right? In this in this world and digital world, because so much of what we do or so much of the rhetoric is it's digital. So it's already sustainable. It's in the cloud. So it doesn't have a tangible blah, blah, blah. But that's not true. And mm -hmm. it's cool that you're, you're building an, a way to educate people around that and building a cat an academy around it because yeah, both of our businesses, if Dandelion and Minty made, like we're focused on that, but it's, it's pretty incredible that you're also building like a, a school around it to teach others. Do you, you mostly work with marketers, right? If, with Green Marketing Academy, you're mostly working with marketers or the marketers for brands. Yeah, it's mostly, it's a, it's a mixture of sometimes it's, business owners because they're the ones doing the marketing for yeah. their own small businesses. So it started that. And now what we're seeing is we're getting a lot more requests for training other marketing agencies or organizations mm -hmm. uh, that are branding website designers, uh, social media management companies. And we want to create a ripple effect. It's like if more yeah. agencies like in studios like Dandelion and Minty Made and others adopt these, then it becomes the norm. So we're I like to say we're the first, we're the starting point of a sustainable marketer's journey because there's so many resources out there that can help you with your, you know, ESG reporting. So it's more of like we're 
uh, focusing on bringing awareness to this topic so that you can keep adding adding on steps throughout your journey. And then I would say for the digital side too, we you touched on it um, a second ago, Ab, but the digital waste that produced, it keeps building and building, uh, which is known as the digital carbon footprint. And Mm-hmm. Some of the things that we're focusing on, just to give some examples for people listening, we just recently, as of like one week ago, got our climate neutral certification and Ooh. being a service-based, <laughs> thanks, being a service-based business, some of the goals that we've set for ourselves in our reduction plan is reducing the amount of business trips that we take that um, involve air travel and then reducing the amount of electricity that we use at our office spaces because uh, we're all remote. Um, I work at out of an office space now and then really investing in systems that allow us to streamline our processes because at the end of the day, if we're you know working 60 hours a week around the clock, it's like we are using more resources and electricity. Mm-hmm. So really to make our team more efficient and allow our clients to do the same when we communicate back and forth with them and work on their projects. Very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Do you find that people sort of generally kind of understand the kind of actual impacts of digital carbon footprint and like of kind of everything that we do online? I think it's tough to say because I'm sure you both feel the same way too, but I talk about sustainable marketing so much that I'm like, everyone knows about this. I just feel like a broken record. I keep talking about it, but I'll even have conversations with friends and I'll mention, I'll just be in conversation. Oh, it's a digital carbon footprint. And people are like, what is, what is that? And, And they say, I've never actually even thought about like the load on the data centers and how we're just scrolling for hours on social media and that's creating just more demand for electricity and and all of that so I would say in my little eco bubble and sphere with all of you it's like yeah that's pretty common knowledge these days but I would say the general majority of the population no doesn't doesn't know about it or doesn't realize that Mm -hmm. it does have uh that it does add up over time and this I like to share this statistic I'm not sure if you both know this, but uh, 80% of roughly 80% of the websites that are on the, the internet are inactive or not being used. And that blew my Wait, mind. There's, there's so much, uh, there's just so much waste just sitting out there that's not really being used. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'll have to look up, I'll send you the citation for that because I, I have it buried in my course <laughs> I curriculum. Even yeah. But yeah, I it's, I just, first I thought wait did they like add another zero to this but it's (laughs) yeah things like that and just the amount of you know we're such a especially here in the U.S. we're such a consumer like we just consume so much and become consuming more content and putting uh, more posts out there and more uh, emails and just it Mm -hmm. it just exponentially rises over time so I would say no, uh, in my world, it seems like this is common knowledge, but this is why we exist to keep educating people yep. on this topic. Exactly. Yeah. We got to break out of those silos and those. Yeah. That's. Yeah. And how do you reach, you know, because it, there's a, and I think with 
with marketing, there is a really big difference between reaching the businesses, right? We work with businesses, but our businesses work with customers. So mm -hmm. there's a really big difference between us teaching the business that they should be focused on their digital carbon footprint as a company and then also teaching consumers and like the the individual people that maybe they should scroll a little less or maybe they don't need to do picture in picture when they're like I'm I'm guilty of that but you know when they're texting and watching TV on their phone and all of that and all your computer <laughs> right and on, and being on the computer guilty but yeah. um but that matters and we we don't think about it and how do you how do you and it's the conceptual question but how do you reach the consumer on that level uh i think it's about getting businesses to talk about it but yeah yeah i have no yeah yeah i know it's because now we receive all our news and reminders in a digital format every day and it's I mean, I appreciate the ones that are like, put the snow outside, go be it in nature. And uh, I mean, I get that reminder from a post that I see or something. So it just, I think it's just building habits over time. And um, I mean, I appreciate that there's a lot of like opt outside campaigns. Um, REI mm -hmm. kind of pioneered that for Black Friday and oh. uh, just encouraging people not to shop. And I mean, Patagonia does a lot of that too, but there's, there's just... The more people we can get involved in this movement, the better, because at the end of the day, and this is something that I preach with my, with our students and the people that we train is you have to keep your energy sustainable at the end of the day, because sustainability starts with you. And I experienced burnout so many times in my corporate marketing career that I've really had to, and it's an ongoing process to keep working on that because we're also passionate about teaching others about sustainability, but sometimes it comes at the expense of our own self-care and health. It can, unfortunately, but I, I love that sentiment. I mean, that's definitely, we fully agree with that as well. And it's, yeah, we were, we just met with a couple of folks that were, and we were talking about the green hush and greenwashing and how to communicate about your sustainable, sustainable goals. And um, yeah, it was, I think the general sentiment was that like, you know, it, it takes a lot of energy to be constantly like the beacon of hope and, and be, you know, communicating and educating and um so guarding your own energy first and yeah, making sure that the work you're doing is sustainable for yourself is absolutely critical. Yeah. yeah. It's really important. Yeah. And then there's the aspect, they also brought up a really interesting point about the way that they're marketing their business owners and being worried about bringing shame into like shaming other people with their marketing um, towards like, you should be sustainable or you should have these things. Um, how, and, and we definitely see that and air and bring a lot of caution to the way that we market for companies. Do you find that that's something that you're working with too? And you're like, maybe we shouldn't say, give people the shoulds. Yeah, it's, it's really tricky with, I mean, obviously marketing is a part of how we make a living and 
market our businesses. I think the approach that we've taken is just putting resources out there. We do, it just went out yesterday and an environmentalist of the month and just people that are doing the work. And I just tend to always take and, and prioritize taking and an encouraging approach rather than a doomsday because mm-hmm. there's so many organizations out there and I've had to unsubscribe from a few because I appreciate it is important to be informed of all these climate disasters that are happening around around the world but it's it can't create such a panic that you just fall into you know want to crawl up in a ball of hopelessness and, and never come out and just think well what's it what is it what yeah. does it matter? I, I can't do anything. So right. I think just uh, showing uh, and sharing case studies about how people, our clients or um, other businesses mm-hmm. that we know have made these strides. I really appreciate there's a couple of uh, brands that I follow that share uh, positive eco news every week. And I love that. So we're trying to piggyback on that approach more than the the should or the doom and gloom approach, because it doesn't uh, make anyone feel better at the end of the day. I mean, does this kind of like psychology 101? Fully. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People generally don't like being t- told what to do and also don't like feeling yeah. constantly like everything is so, so negative. It leads to just being apathetic eventually, like you mentioned, which is just yeah unfortunate. We don't want anybody to feel that way because there is no, so much just- that we can do and there's so much power that we all have as individuals yeah. and holding companies accountable. So yeah, and celebrating those small wins, um, mm-hmm. just in life in general, but definitely around sustainability as well, because no business is perfect out there. And the ones that claim to be, there's usually something uh, fishy going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's especially scary when you see something that's like, we're totally circular or we care about sustainability in the core of our whole business. And you're like, well, okay. What does that mean? What does that mean? (laughs) Let's dig a little bit. I was looking at a website earlier today and was like, oh my gosh, what do you do about greenwashing when you find it? Do you email them? They know, they know they're doing it. I actually just did this. Um, I won't call out the company by name. They're a small company around here, but I went to this trade show that I was talking to you about a couple months ago and there was a balloon company and they had this giant balloon arch and there was this QR code with a sign that was like, our balloons are um, come are hundred percent, like are they're compostable and they break down faster. And I was like, oh, like I'd love to learn more. So I went and talked to them. And they gave me a link to a website, which didn't work at first. I was like, your QR code's broken. So I went on there and did some digging. And one of my other uh, colleagues um, has a sustainable event business. And so we both emailed them. We're like, oh, it's interesting. Like it makes this claim on your website. Like we're interested where that came from. And just wrote not a super long email, maybe a couple of paragraphs asking um, and, and just offering suggestions, like you could elaborate on this point and more like, this is what we do. We educate people about greenwashing and we sadly never got a response, but it's like, we, I have gotten response from businesses thanking us and uh, actually implementing those changes. So it, it just depends, but we have to try at the least. Yeah. I want to know about compostable balloons now. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It turns out it's not really, yeah, it shouldn't really be 
marketed as compostable they just break down faster than like regular balloons because of the material again this is yeah. what i was searching for more information on so i'm not a balloon expert so it takes listening. slightly less than 500 years yeah and it's like okay, okay maybe yeah exactly mm -hmm. that term so in put it into perspective <laughs> yeah yeah that compostable term is a or, no, I think it was even bio, biodegradable, but biodegradable, yes. that term too, could mean like five years or 300 years. Doesn't, no one knows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's really frustrating. So I guess what is one of the principles in talking about like awareness and data and digital carbon footprints, what do you find especially with like the green marketing academy that people are most interested or can do the have the biggest impact on their digital carbon footprint uh, from a marketing standpoint yeah i would say it's it's shifting your focus to adopting marketing strategies that will help your business grow uh in the ways that it's again reaching your ideal clients so giving an example of blogging. I talk about blogging as a very sustainable marketing strategy because it's generating SEO, which is search engine optimization for your business. It's yep. bringing people your way. You're writing on a topic that you're an expert or well-versed in. That helps your business in the long-term more than uh, going on to Instagram stories or doing an Instagram post because we, such, we live in such a world of instant gratification of you see mm -hmm. something and then it goes away and it's forgotten about, but blogging is one of those forgotten forms of marketing that I've seen personally seen success in for our business of clients actually finding us through a blog post. And I'm sure yeah. it's the same for you all. Yeah. So teaching, like just staying away from all these, all the trends that pop up, like remember clubhouse, that's still a yes. thing. <laughs> there was like, clubhouse yes. is going to be the new way to like get all this business. And then it kind of faded and, and it may still be used by a lot of businesses. I don't, I don't know, but it's just kind of fades into the background. It's, and now we see that yeah. with like threads. I don't know what's going to happen there, but sticking to like marketing 101, which is investing yep. in things like SEO, um, getting really clear on your core values. We have a ton of emphasis at the beginning of the, the course that we teach on core values and um, your sustainability statement. And just really going back to the foundational elements of marketing with your branding, your mm -hmm. messaging, your brand voice, all of that is something that I concentrate on and teach uh, the importance of. Really? Yeah. We're very, yeah. We're like, we're aligned. <laughs> Same. <Fantastic>. Ditto. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Storytelling never gets old. No. We get bored of our own story. We, <laughs> in marketing we do but i mean stories live for thousands of years you know yeah that's how we communicate with each other and getting good at telling your story and getting clear on the values that take you from one piece to another of your story because every time i'm a and we're big fans of seo too yes <laughs> it's the most sustainable it's the most sustainable marketing tactic because you are bringing in your ideal audience. And when you do it right, you are helping them make less searches and mm -hmm. you have less 
bullshit traffic on your website. So you are make, helping other people not show up at your website that aren't your ideal audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It so, also helps with accessibility. And yeah, there, yeah, those principles are really similar. Yeah. And on that note, uh, Courtney, a lot of people just in our course feedback forms have said, I never really thought how accessibility and inclusivity ties in sustainable, into sustainable marketing too. So yep. though I'm not, and I wouldn't uh, call myself an accessibility expert, we have guest speakers that come in and go a lot deeper on those topics. And it's been one of the most uh, popular areas of focus within the, the course content as well. Nice. It's very important work. Yeah. That's and that's a whole other podcast. You should have someone talk about accessibility if you haven't already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is a very interesting kind of side of, of business that of, of running an online business that I think a lot of people don't consider. And uh, yeah, it's definitely kind of a missing piece. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, I mean, we're, we're certainly not experts in it either, um, but it is it in a lot of our audits though. Like we do talk mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, I definitely. had a, I had a potential client call last week where the first, for the first time they asked me if their website was accessible enough. Nice. And I was very excited. I was like, it happened. <laughs> like, somebody, somebody cared enough you yeah. know uh, that i i think that's a really awesome trend people care people yeah. are excited for that yeah. yeah for sure similar experience here too it matters mm -hmm. yeah well that's good to hear that's good to hear that it's starting to be like kind of more of the forefront of the folks mind because it matters thank you so much for joining us um where can people find you and connect with you Sure. Our, I'll say our websites first, because as being a website designer and uh, an advocate, our studio website is mintymade.com. That's M-I-N-T-Y-M-A-D-E.com. And then the greenmarketingacademy.com is where you can find our education side of the business, training courses, et cetera. And then the two platforms that I hang out on most often are LinkedIn these days and Instagram. Um, at minty underscore made and at the green marketing academy but um yeah would love to connect with uh with people listening and hopefully this our conversation was helpful i again like you just said we talk about this stuff all the time and sometimes i feel like i'm just repeating myself on every podcast but it's uh we always reach new people and it's exciting to bring awareness to someone who may not have heard about this topic before yeah and it's great to have you on as well, because we do such similar things, you know, and it's nice that it's, it, there's more than one there. Yeah. There's more than one yeah. business on the pod to talk about the same thing. It's not just us being like, we're, we're shouting this from the rooftops. It's, yeah. Yeah. We're building a community yeah. that's shouting. We shout louder together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's really lovely. Yeah. Love the work Thanks that so you're much doing. For having me. Yeah. Love Green Marketing Academy. Yes. So thank you. Thank you so much. Green Marketing Academy is dope. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you all for watching. We will talk to you next time. See you next time.